This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Heard every Saturday morning at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Welcome, friend, to our weekly garden party. We hope you brought along your questions because it's time to dish the dirt. On The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin, exclusively on Zoomer Radio. And a good morning, one and all. Actually, it's uh, Frank Proctor here, Sue chef of the garden, sitting in the chair where Charlie would normally sit. She, however, is taking this day off uh, as she did last week. To uh, help facilitate that move to Prince Edward County and that beautiful home she has, uh, maybe she's tuned in right now. So, good morning, Charlie. We're going to be glad to see you back next week. And the chap who has been holding forth and holding the fort down for you is Dennis Flanagan from Landscape Ontario. Good to see you, Dennis. Hey, good morning again, Frank. We're looking forward to a fun show, as yeah, usual. Absolutely. Charlie's shoes are big, big to, big to fill. And, right? you know, I admire you for standing up, even though, you know, three inch heels. Boy, oh, uh, boy. I, you're... <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> In any, any case, uh, let's just for a moment, because we've got to pay you back somehow. Landscape Ontario, where yes, you, uh, yes. uh, uh, work. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Well, thanks. 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 It's a, it's a not for profit, um, association, mm-hmm. member, membership association. Uh, where you reach across the province, uh, uh, your listeners, whether they're in Kitchener or Owen Sound or Ottawa, uh, we have member companies uh, that service that area. Um, Our our main mandate is is to um, uh, sort of increase the awareness for gardening, horticulture, Mm -hmm. Um, and we, we put on a lot of educational courses for our members so that every year they're improving their skills. Uh, improving their business uh, skills, um, and that's probably the number one reason that they belong is to, Im- Im- you know, as we say, is raise the bar in the profession, in in the green profession. So really, um, that's what that's what we're all about. If if listeners are, are looking for some expertise in their garden, um, certainly go to our website, uh, landscapeontario.com. As I think I mentioned last week, uh, one of the premier uh, ideas for me anyway is uh, to locate a proper arbor. Yes. If you're having problems with your trees, yes. whatever, and you need to be recommended to a, a certified yes. arborist, that's uh, an yeah. excellent place to, to head, yeah, Landscape to, Ontario. Yeah, go to our website, and uh, you can put in your postal code yep. and search in your area. And uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of people take take advantage of that, and uh, it's been it's been good. It's been a busy been a busy week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also support many causes, and so. You know, Frank, I know you'd be jealous that I was playing golf down yeah, in, in Port Hope. Port Hope. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> and you this tell me it's a gorgeous course. Gorgeous course, absolutely along along Lake Ontario. Uh, but it was a fundraiser for one yeah. of uh, the campaigns that we support, which is called Highway of Heroes. Oh, yes. Um, which is a fab, sure. you know, it's, it was, it yep. was, um, um, in, driven by Mark Cullen, who everyone knows in the gardening mm. world. Yep. And, um, Landscape Ontario, uh, supports it big time. Um, which allows me to go and play golf. There you go. Well, <laughs> we drove, uh, we'll say, Shirley and I, 
We're on that highway of heroes on our way to Prince Edward County. Yes. A couple of weeks ago. All righty. We got, we better get to business yeah. here. Get the phone numbers on the air. Get the calls coming in. If you're in the Toronto area, here's the number for you to call to talk to Dennis and ask your question. 416-360-0740. And anywhere in the province, toll free 1-866-740-4740. If you are a first time caller, let Duncan, our operator, know, please. And uh, when you get get to uh, come on the air just before that, that's what you're going to hear. Get your garden wings, as we like to say. And the little mantra we uh, like to offer up here is call early, call often. One question per call to give everybody a fair shot at things, okay? And we're coming back in moments to say hi to Art in North York, who has a question for you, Dennis. So Great. stay by for that, okay? Here we are on Zuba Radio. <laughs> Don't change stations just because the weather changes. Garden tips and advice all year round. This is The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin, exclusively on Zoomer Radio. Well, uh, Dennis, we have a loaded line here, my gosh. Great. Just incredible. So we're going to start things off by welcoming Art to the line from North York. Hi, good morning, Art. Morning, fellas. Good morning. Uh, My question is on blackberry, uh, blackberries. Yeah. Now, um, I haven't been cutting them back in the fall because uh, I feel if I cut them back, it'll cut the uh, production of fruit. Is that the case? Uh, it can be. It, it depends on the variety art. Um, is, is it a, have they borne fruit yet this year? Oh, God, I've had about 20 quarts. So oh, oh, wow. Good. And, and you, you beat the raccoons to it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you if you have the answer for that one, let me know. Uh, so that means it's an earlier earlier variety, which means uh, it's going to set flower on on the current uh, the new growth. Um, so actually, cutting back in the fall time is is not a bad thing at all, uh, particularly if they're getting a bit thick. The canes are getting a bit thick, are they? Uh, well, last year I I, I I didn't cut them back because I thought it would affect the. Uh, production for the following year. Yeah, and you're, you're dead right, and um, I think Charlie would agree with me, there's never one answer to some problems, and so a little sort of way to test, and you're doing exactly that, is actually take one-third of those blackberries and prune them this hard, prune them hard this, this fall, and and monitor the results and see if you get a better uh, although you sound as if you're getting, wish, yeah. you sound as if you're getting great results, but just for future reference, um, uh, and that's what we often recommend when people take over a garden um, that they not sure the varieties of the fruit trees mm. is to do a little bit of a test run. So I would recommend uh, to take a third of them uh, this fall, do some harsh pruning, and monitor how that affects the crop next year. What about uh, what uh, variety would that be? Do you have any idea when they they've been bearing for the last, uh, uh, I guess, uh, two or three weeks? Wow. Mm. Um, hmm. I I be off the top of my head. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to guess. It's something uh, we could uh, reference Charlie to check mm-hmm. back into. Could you take a, a photo and send it to us uh, by any chance? Yeah, I haven't got a camera. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. That's right. Well, that's we, all right. No, we, no. We can, we yeah. can, we can do some research. Uh, uh, Charlie's got nothing to do all week. Um, 
So Frank, <laughs> oh, Frank, God. I hope she's doing this. Frank's, <laughs> Frank's going to give us some homework to do. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much, Art. Well, that we, won't affect the, uh, yeah. if I do cut them back in, mm-hmm. in the fall, because I'm afraid uh, yeah, that's last year I, I didn't bother. No, that's why I'm... I had more berries. Yes. Yeah, and, and you could be dead right. So all I'm I'm suggesting is a little bit of a test run to see uh, to see what happens. And I always fertilize them. Good for you. With uh, with manure? Uh, yeah. yeah. I get the... Uh, the... Uh, manure, I guess that's about the best. Yeah, manure is the best for, yeah. for blackberries, yeah. yeah. So chase a, chase a horse around this afternoon. And- yeah. Art, we have to move along. We've got other callers to get to, okay? okay. Thanks so much for your call. Okay. And good luck with those uh, blackberries. Man, oh, man, he sounds yeah. like he's doing the right thing, whatever, should, should bring whatever he's in, doing. Should bring him in here, shouldn't he? Yeah, you'd mentioned raccoons. Yes. I had, I had a little uh, problem this morning, almost, oh. with wildlife. Oh. I walked out the back door here of the station to get to my car. I'd left something, a script in there, and I opened the door to step out, and there was a skunk. Oh, Four feet away from me. Wow. And she, he, I don't know. I didn't bother to check. No. <laughs> but the tail started to go up, and I got back inside real quick. Wow. Yeah, and then they wandered off down the alley. I wonder why the <laughs> your technical assistant this morning insisted on being on the other side of the glass from you, actually. I kind of understand yeah. <laughs> now. <laughs> hey, Lorraine in Cambridge, good morning and welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. Um, I have two shrubs that I've planted too close together, and one's um, nine bark, and the other one is a, J- a Japanese variegated willow. Oh, beautiful. And um, I didn't know that you should trim the back, at least the willow, to retain the, the color. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I don't know if you trim back the... the um, the uh, nine bark at all? No, that'll no. that'll keep its that'll keep its color. But it's the it's the new growth on the willow that'll give you the brightest the brightest color, and that's okay. why you're you're pruning that back. Nice color, good choice. Nice but color the combination. Is, they're too close. And oh. is, what what would be the result if I moved one, and which one would it move that? You know, yeah, more safely. That's a great question. Both are very tough shrubs, so either either would move. The willow, I would bet on a little bit uh, better. Yeah. Uh, perfect call for this uh, timing for this call because coming into the cooler weather right. of September, it's going to be the ideal time to move it. Uh, they should be at least four feet, five feet apart uh, to allow them to develop and grow and um, get lots of soil, use some transplant fertilizer, and uh, perfect timing mid-September, I'd say. As we cool, you can safely safely uh, move it, and I would prune it back by about one-third of its height to allow it to establish. The nine bark? I'd, I'd probably bet on the willow, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd rather do that. Yeah. So if I move the nine bark, would I trim it back? Yes. Uh, the general principle is when you're transplanting or moving any shrub is to cut back the foliage. The principle there is you're reducing the transpiration, the loss of water through the leaves, and the concentration goes into the root system to develop new roots. So yeah. I take off a third? Yeah. Thanks very much. Thank you. Great, Lorraine. Thank you for joining us. And as we wave bye-bye to Lorraine, we have to take a little bit of a break, but let me remind you of the phone numbers in Toronto, 416-360-0740. 
1-866-740-0740. Anywhere in the province, toll free, 1-866-740-4740. And our special guest host today, of course, Dennis Flanagan from Landscape Ontario will be saying hi momentarily to Siva right here on Zoomer Radio. Fur and feathers and bugs of all size. There's more going on in the garden than you realize. Should small creatures become a big problem, then you've got The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Exclusively on Zoomer Radio. And you're with Frank Proctor here on Zoomer Radio with The Garden Show, of course, hosted today by Dennis Flanagan from Landscape Ontario. And Dennis, next on the line, old friend Siva going to join us here. Hi, Siva. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you? Siva, just great. Okay. I planted three zucchini vines, and I got none. The boar took them all. What can I do for next year? Oh, dear. Yeah. Now, the 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 plant was okay. You just didn't get the, the zucchini, right? Is that well, right? Well, the boar, you know, that insect yeah. that eats yeah. the vine? Yeah. It just ate it oh, until it rot. Boy, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Hmm. That's pretty, that's pretty uh, unusual. For, huh. I, I have that problem every year, and this year it was worse because I planted three. I thought maybe one would survive, but none did. None, eh? Huh. No. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's pretty unusual, Siva. Okay. Um, have you actually seen the evidence of the insect, the, the boar insect? Have you well, see- I did last year. I didn't check because when I realized they were already dead, but I knew what had done it because last year I tried to slice the vine and took it out. Yes. But... It Whoa. really didn't survive. Yeah. Oh, that's a pro- so. No, number one rule of thumb uh, with vegetable garden is never grow the same crop in the same place twice. Um, always, always move the location. So that's where you want to start by doing I, that. I, I did that because this year I put them in three large pails. Oh, you know. So I don't know what's wrong. They're in pails in hot weather. Hmm. Okay, I hope it was. You're right. It was the boar disease and wasn't uh, tough. Tough year. Uh, yeah. I, I know that uh, my zucchinis, cucumbers, squash had a real tough go of it this year. Uh, very little. Weather-related, was weather it? Weather-related, yeah. I think. Very poor fruit. Um, and so mm, don't jump to conclusions, Siva, that it is is the boar. Could be something else. Um, anyway, if it, if it isn't, fresh soil, number one, in those pails. Yeah. Um, make sure you clean them out, fresh soil, so you're starting fresh when you when you're uh, did you grow it by seed or plant? Did you plant plants? By seed. Seed, yeah. Okay. So uh, when you're starting the seeds next year, everything's got to be clean and fresh so that you're not, uh, there's no chance of uh, something that overwintered that's affecting it. Um, of course, lots of sun for anything um, uh, along the zucchini squash family. And you might want to try uh, crushed eggshells uh, okay. around around the base. Um, anything with a little jagged edge will will help uh, oh. help some degree with insects yeah okay okay yeah okay thank you all righty siva thank you very much it's it's funny frank that you mentioned so many calls of weather weather related this year yeah um and i was sort of driving down this morning and and when i walked out my door my door i didn't have a a skunk issue but i i did notice you know a little bit of difference with the you know temperature in the air are you kidding eight degrees it was of course we live up in the new market area yeah it was cold. Yeah. Man. So I yep. yeah, I noticed the, the, the nodules on my nine bar had shrunk. <laughs> <laughs> well, all righty then. Little information we never knew we'd get. Um in meantime, let me reach for that bell here. Hey, that's for Howard in Hamilton. Good morning, Howard. Welcome to the show. 
Good morning. Good morning. It's uh, nice to be on. I didn't know I could get on so quickly. Uh, quick question. I'm having a real hard time with crab gr- crabgrass in my lawn. How do I get rid of it? Oh, I, what? There's a, we should ring the bell again for the question of the day, Howard. <laughs> well, I'll uh, do that. Just there you go. Uh, boy, you, you and 17 million other people, I think. Oh, um, my. So... Yeah. Bad news, good news. Bad news is... I put, I put corn gluten on yep. in the spring, just uh, about uh, when the forsythias are supposed yes. to bloom. I tried to time it with that, but yep. it seems to be worse this year than ever. Yeah. Mm. With this slightly cooler weather, Howard, have you noticed a slight color difference in that crabgrass? Because often they will turn... Starting to yellow a little yeah, bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. So crabgrass is an annual weed, all right? So what's going to happen is it's going to set seed. Uh, those seeds are going to drop. And next year, they, you're, you're going to be 10 times as worse if yeah. you don't crowd it out. And that's the secret. Um, the corn gluten was a great idea. But going into September is your opportune time um, to fill in your grass. So the principle being uh, the thicker the grass, the less chance there is right. for crabgrass mm-hmm. to, to fill in. So be extra careful this September. Identify those spots. Um, rake it out. Um, you know, get, get rid of any loose stuff. Pull, Put, we're trying to pull a lot of it. I got, I got my daughter uh, working at it, and, <laughs> but there's so much of it. In some places, I, I just use Roundup and kill the whole yeah. patch. Good for you. Now that you've done that, you've got bare patches. And right. what the crabgrass is going to do is jump at those bare, bare patches. So you've got to beat the crabgrass. So get your daughter. Um, is it your granddaughter or daughter? My daughter. Yeah, your daughter. Get her out there with a pail of soil this September, some top-quality grass seed, uh, fill in those patches, keep it moist. Um, and by getting ahead of the game, by, by filling in those spots, there's less chance that those crabgrass uh, seeds are going to be able to germinate in the springtime. Right. So, Should I overseed the whole lawn yeah, as well? Yeah, or? you know, it's probably the best thing that you can do for your lawn in, in September. Seed is not expensive. Uh, oh. And the principle being, uh, you know, you, you put a little top dressing down, you you throw a handful for the lawn, a handful for the birds, because there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> yeah. and, and and thick, 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 thick grass is the best remedy for any any weed control, actually. Yes, correct. I find that if I pull it out along the sidewalks, then the, the, the crabgrass is really quick to grow up that's, again that's right it. away. Uh, should it. I should I put some? Uh, I, I get mushroom uh, manure from. Uh, one of the mushroom yep. plants up on Guelph Line. Yeah. Should I put a little bit of that over it? Uh, it's okay as, those- as long as it's well well rotted. So hopefully a couple of years old uh, if, if you're getting it from that farm and it's well rotted. I If I use it, I tend to run it through what, what's called a garden sieve um, so that it's, it breaks it down a little bit. And, uh, yeah, no harm in it. Mm-hmm. Lots, of, lots of nutrient value in mushroom compost. Great. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Dennis. I appreciate that. Thank you. All right, Howard. Thanks for joining us here on a Saturday morning. I'm just quickly glancing out the window here from our location in Liberty Village. Looks like a pretty cloudy morning thus far, huh? Yeah. It does. Oh, let me back up just a minute. We're going to get to uh, Lynn in Lagoon City in just a flash. But you, uh, when we're off the air, mentioned something about the Highway of Heroes that I thought was really a a wonderful uh, little move. And, uh, of course, with your connection with Landscape Ontario, they're fully behind this uh, movement. Kind of tell the folks about it. Yeah, we are. Um, So you... 
you know, to get all the background on Highway of Heroes, go to their website. But what happened at the golf tournament, the fundraiser this year, Frank, was something brand new and 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 kind of neat. So uh, David Turnbull, who's in charge of the actual tree planting process mm-hmm. along the highway, um, um, with a group. And of, for those who don't know what yes. Highway of Heroes is, kind of explain that if you want. Yes. So between Trenton, Ontario, and Etobicoke, Toronto, um, unfortunately. When um, our uh, anyone in the armed forces um, have have fallen um, o- overseas or you know wherever they were in in combat or support missions, uh, unfortunately you know when when they do fall, they're flown back to Trenton mm. and um, are transported along the 401 to the coroner's office in Etobicoke. And a few years ago, you remember this, Frank? A few people started lining the bridges. Yes. Very touching. And, and so what the Highway of Heroes does is to honor, um, those fallen military. Uh, there's been 117,000, um, unfortunately. Wow. Um, uh, and, and so 117,000 trees are being planted along the Highway of Heroes between Trenton and Toronto. And, uh, David and his crew came up with the idea. You know, when you plant a little sapling, you put a plastic tree guard on yeah. the bottom mm. to stop mice and rabbits chewing the bark. So traditionally it's white. So he went back to the manufacturer and uh, they've got yellow tree guards so i know you're a Tie music, a yellow music ribbon fan around the old oak tree Frank, that's, that's right, right. Yeah. and so when you're, you're traveling along the 401 uh, along the highway of heroes look out for those thousands of little tr- saplings that are being planted to, to uh, honor uh, our fallen um, fellows in in the military and uh, they have a yellow tree guard on the bottom isn't I that thought, i think that's a marvelous yeah, thing it's cool Congratulations to whoever came up with that. That's a good one. Okay, uh, Lynn in Lagoon City, bless your heart for hanging in there. Good morning. That's no problem. That was quite interesting. Uh, Thank you very much. Uh, I have a picture here a friend of mine sent me of a plant that popped up in her garden that she knows she never planted. (laughs) And I'd like to send in a picture if I can get Charlie's email. Yeah, sure. Uh, I can. Have you got a piece of paper and pencil handy? Yes, I do. Okay, so it's C dot. Dobbin, D-O-B-B-I-N, right. at mzmedia.com. At M- Amazon Mother? That's correct. Z is in zipper, uh, dot com. Oh, that's easy. Mzmedia, okay. pardon me, media.com. I will forward it in and see if anybody knows what this is. I thought it looked a bit like a type of rose, but I uh-huh. honestly don't know. Wow. Huh. It has prickles mm. on it, but doesn't look like thorns. P- probably some friendly little neighborhood squirrel donated it to you. I think so, yes. That's, what <laughs> that's I told usually what usually... planted it for her. Yeah. yeah. Okay, thank you very much. I'll send it in. Thank you, Lynn, very much. All right, and just in case some folks were not quick enough with a pen or pencil, it's C. Dot Dobbin, D-O-B-B-I-N, at mzmedia.com. Dot com. For those who might be tuned in from the States, of course, MZ Media. Okay. Yeah. Hey, there's Kim in Richmond Hill. Good morning, Kim. Good morning, Frank, and good morning, Tony. I have a quick question for you. My lilac trees, the top of them, you know how they die off the flower. Yep. They're half brown and still half green. When do I cut the tops 
of the dead, you know, flower, when do I do it? By now, usually they're cut off, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they are. I'm, I'm guessing the green part is seed, actually. They've, they've, they've probably produced some seed, uh, and that's what you're, you're seeing. Um, that, that would be my, my, my guess. But, uh, Kim, yeah, you should have, should have snipped them off by now. So uh, no, no harm is done by doing it now. Um, okay. Yeah, you're certainly encouraged. So what happens with a plant is when it, uh, you know, is finished flowering, it does go to seed, and all the energy from the plant goes into producing and maintaining that seed. Right. Um, if you've got no use for the seed, then um, by cutting it off, you're redirecting that energy back into the plants. You get a much, much healthier, healthier plant. So Charlie always said when you do that, she used to say that you should do it when it's going to rain. Is that right? When it's going to rain. Well, she also runs three times around the lilac, <laughs> uh, waving some sort of religious symbol, too. But, it's a wine bag, uh, actually. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, yeah, I'll thanks. get out there today and do it then. <laughs> thank you so much. Okay, Kim. Uh, way to go, Dennis. Uh, another stellar call there. Um, yeah. Oh, just a reminder, as as you say goodbye to Kim there, it opens up not one, but I've got a couple of lines absolutely open right now. In Toronto, 416-360-0740. And if you want to connect with Dennis Flanagan, by all means, 1-866-740-4740. That's a toll-free line. And off we go to Oakville to say hi to Monica. Good morning, Monica. Good morning, Frank. Thank you very much for taking my call. Our pleasure. I believe you may have touched on this topic uh, with Charlie a few weeks ago. But I'm calling in about my little maple tree. We rescued a tree when it was about four feet high, and it's now doing quite well. It's probably doubled in size in a couple of years. Um, but I noticed that the leaves now have these black spots on them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, can you please uh, review what the remedy is, or if there is one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what, what you're describing, Monica, is, is called tar spot. Um, simply because it looks like black tar that you put on a, mm-hmm. a driveway. Uh, very, very tough to get rid of. I wouldn't even um, waste any time, effort, money trying to get rid of it. It's really just an aesthetic thing. Um, likely so it doesn't is, harm the tree? No, not no. long term, Frank. It, it doesn't. And, and, and Monica, the, the recommendation is uh, when those leaves drop off is clean them up. Um, and get and get rid of them right. because that black spot will, if you allow it to sit at the base of that maple, uh, will overwinter and could be twice as twice as worse next year. So tr- try to try to clean it up. The other quick question or tip, Monica, I'm guessing you said that the maple is has doubled in si- I'm, size. I'm, I'm assuming that's doubled in height, right? Well, uh, the canopy has uh, enlarged too. I mean, the Good. tree is only about seven or eight feet tall now. Wow. But it was in a dismal little corner, and uh, we we put it in a far better spot where it gets lots of sunshine and wow. so forth. Good for you. And um, this is the first year I've actually noticed this black spot. Yeah. A lot of the maple trees in our area in the wild do have this, yes. I've noticed. But I thought, oh, it's just starting on my little tree. Is there is there anything that I can do to help it along to prevent it from yeah. you know on spreading to the yeah whole, yeah? Uh, well, you you hit the nail on the head. Just. Uh, you know, when when they do, um, they 
leaves do fall um, at, at the end of the season. Collect them up, get rid of them, and that will at least slow the spread down um, so it doesn't go to any of your other maple trees. So there would be no merit in just clipping off the ones that I noticed with the spots. Oh, if there, if there were a few, um, but if they're over the whole tree, no. No, not yet, not yet. Oh, why okay, called. yeah. Well, uh, yeah, well, taking off those two or three and you're still leaving on several dozen uh, green leaves, uh, no harm at all, actually. Okay, I yeah. will do that. Thanks so much. Okay, Monica. Thank you for joining us. Here on a Saturday morning, you're listening to The Garden Show from Zoomer Radio. Instead of uh, our usual host, of course, Charlie Dobbin, she's taking care of that new house in Prince Edward County. Dennis Flanagan from Landscape Ontario is here, and we'll welcome your calls at in Toronto, 416-360-0740, and a toll-free number. Right across the province, one eight six six seven forty four seven forty. We'll be back in just a moment here on the Garden Show. Daffodils and daisies, bluebells and begonias, forsythia and foxgloves, marigolds, magnolia, lavender and lupins, dahlias, delphiniums, stalks, fox, hollyhocks, tulips and sweet williams. You've picked the right place for everything floral. This is The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin, exclusively on Zoomer Radio. Without the dress, but uh, certainly in person for uh, Charlie, yeah. <laughs> is uh, is Dennis Flanagan from Landscape Ontario. Got a call online. I believe the name is Selsa. Is that correct? Selsa, good morning. Yes, I'm here. Okay. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, um, uh, I, I have a question. I mean, I tried uh, several times. Uh, this plant is called Dutzia. Yes. And uh, it's a bush, uh, but, uh, you know, a shrub. But what happens is now for the past two years, it just gives me one or two flowers. Yeah. It's not blooming. I tried cutting it back, and this time I got so mad at the plant that I shaped <laughs> the outside. And I said, I'm going to give you all just a little turf on the top, you know. And my daughter said, Mom, what is your sister? I said, I don't know. I'm trying everything, but it's not blooming profusely or i'm just getting one or two yeah. you know yeah yeah what could be the cause well the cause could be one of many things how about the sunlight let's start with the easiest one. Oh, it's got a lot of sunlight it's in full sunlight okay yeah. Um, you got to be careful when you know when you get mad and, and when you, when you prune it. Um, it's uh, it's typical of of a shrub that blooms on the new year on the new growth. Um, so if I was going to do any pruning on it, it would be late in the season. Um, and this, you know, so we've got sunlight, we've got pruning, and the third one is always the fertilizer issue. What about overwatering, possibly? Well, watering and fertilizers are good because that's what I've been doing. Okay. I also used to prune it after it blooms, so mm. I'm not sure when exactly to yeah. prune it, like which month. Yeah, uh, this this time, uh, is, is there a bloom on it now? No, no, it's, uh, it's gone. the same time as a bridal yeah. wreath. Yeah, bridal know? wreath, yeah. yeah. And how... So how, that's how when I pr- that doesn't matter if I cut it, no. shape it, it come, it's already, you know, got new growth. How big is it? The, which one, the bridal wreath? No, the dutia. Dutia, it's about uh, uh, two feet tall. Okay. Okay, that's 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 normal. They grow between two and three feet high. Uh, I'm gonna uh, hazard a guess and say use the highest middle number fertilizer that you can find on the market. Uh, I have this. Well, I forget the number. It's uh, 
15, 30, 50? Yeah, correct? that's pretty good. Try 0, 60, 0. Oh, let me try that. One. Yeah, try zero? Tr- 0, 60, 0. So if you've got any nitrogen, which is the first number, it's going to produce the green growth and not the flower growth. So you want to concentrate everything on the middle number to try to encourage um, some more flowering buds. Mm-hmm. To and this is for shrubs? Yes, it's, okay. it's, it's, um, it's for shrubs. Uh, okay, because I got a shrub for fertilizer, and you have also for the flowers. yeah, which tend to and fertilizer companies are right. They like to produce something that's a well balanced fertilizer. <laughs> um, but if you run into a little problem like this, uh, you've got to get sort of nailed down on the NPK, the nitrogen, and it's mm-hmm. the phosphorus that's going to produce um, that that flower for you. So try try that. Um, don't get so mad with it. It has it. <laughs> that poor little dutia has feelings. I know. <laughs> I Why aren't you zooming? I talked to it. I did yeah, everything. yeah. I even tried singing. Well, well leave, leave the swear music. words out next time. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> take your take your take your anger out on Frank. He's yeah. got broad shoulders. Oh, oh, sure. Exactly. I, I hope you're doing well, Frank. I won't take yes. my anger on you. Uh, bless, bless your heart. Yeah, no, I'm doing fine. Thank oh, you very okay. much. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, and I hope that answers your question. Good. Good. Yeah. They like you, your listeners, Frank. You know, don't they? Uh, well, you know, I've they got should. A, let me let me just single out one particular yeah. listener, Maureen Boyce. Now she listens to everything I do on the radio. But she's such she is such a supporter. Isn't that nice? When she heard that I had gone in for a lung surgery, yeah. she sent me an Amazon gift card wow. for forty dollars to buy a book. And I said, Well, I can't accept that. She said, Please. Uh, it would make me feel so good isn't if you that did. Nice? So I did and I bought um uh, Michelle Obama's book, Becoming. Wow. I haven't read it yet. I just just received it. So, yeah. but uh, she great, supports so many things here at the station. Story. So, thank you, Maureen, and I do so appreciate that. Yeah, great story. Okay, Don in Toronto. Good morning. Morning. How are you guys? Great. Good. Yeah, my lawn was uh, perfect in the spring and whatever, but the last couple of weeks, I noticed these little white flowers popping up. Yeah. So is it is it clover, Don? Is it? Do you, would you know clover if you saw it? No. All I know is they're just little wee things, and they don't grow that high. Yeah. And it's only in certain spots. Okay. So there are two guesses. Clover would probably be throughout the lawn. And uh, what you put got is probably some sort of convolvulus or some sort of bindweed that that is 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 in there. Um, same treatment. What what? Whatever it is, um, like a previous caller, caller uh, if you decide to get, get rid of it, um, then you're going to have bare patches. And the principle, again, is lots of seed um, to, in this fall to crowd out any, any future encroachment of those, of those um, weeds. Yeah. So just leave it, and that's it. Yeah. Oh, you can smother it if there's patches of it. You can smother it, smother it with black plastic to get to get rid of it, and then re reseed or resod. Uh, but seeding in September is 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 great. Um, okay. If thanks. if you're going to use some sort of weed control, um, concentrate on what we call spot um, spot applications. So you're not putting it over the whole lawn. You're just concentrating on spraying that one little spot that's um, that's a problem to you. 
Okay, thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks, Don, uh, reaching out here to the uh, Garden Show on Zoomer Radio uh, this morning, hosted by Dennis Flanagan from Landscape Ontario for Charlie Dobbin, who will be back next week. I know that our next caller has a question about garlic, and everybody, oh. well, those those who listen to the show regularly might know that my favorite food would be spaghetti with garlic butter oh, and some salt and pepper. Wow. Yahoo. No I'm one, a happy guy. No wonder the skunk ran away from you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back <laughs> back to John in New Hamburg in just a moment here on Zoom Radio. <laughs> Don't change stations just because the weather changes. Garden tips and advice all year round. This is The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin exclusively on Zoomer Radio. Well, let's go to New Hamburg and find out what kind of garlic uh, John is serving up out there. Good morning, John. Good morning. How are you this morning? Great, thanks. Hey, John. I've got my garlic. i got about uh, maybe 36 uh, uh, little bulbs I planted. When would, when would it be the best time to dig that up? Right about now? Yeah, right about right about Ooh. now. You should, uh, they should be uh, able to harvest them now. And the tip, of course, is keeping one or two of them uh, left over. Let them uh, sit out in the sunshine and dry out. And those are, are the um, starters uh, for for this year. So you can break the cloves off uh, those couple of bulbs of garlic and, and replant them now so that you can have a crop for next year. So plant, plant them now, you're saying? Yeah, yeah, okay. as, long as, as long as it's uh, um, dry, the, okay. the, the bulb was dry. But good. how many plants did you have? I, I think it was about cloves. I think about three dozen cloves. Wow. Wow, Frank's going to be over Oh, man. You, you know? <laughs> he's, he's one I'll year. bring the spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you were talking earlier about the Highway Heroes. Yes. Yep. Yep. There's a beautiful song by Terry Sumption. Yes. Yeah. So maybe Frank could dig that out. Do you know what? Out. I'm going to play that this afternoon on yeah, my show from on 1, 2, 3, 30. That's a super <laughs> idea. It's great okay. suggestion. Thank you. Thanks, okay, John. Thank you kindly. All the best. Okay, fine. Bye-bye. Okay, bye for now. All righty. To Oakville we go, and I hope I'm, I'm going to say the name correctly here. Juanita, is that correct? Yes, it is. Well, good enough. Oh, hi. Welcome to the show. Hi. I have a huge pro- I'm the first time caller oh, ever. Oh, well, wait a minute. <laughs> Here Gee, we go. There we go. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. I have a large problem. I live in a very large semi-detached here, and next door, they have grown ivy up my house all, all the way to the second story. Oh. Now, I've finally got into that backyard, and I tore most of it off except what I can't reach, which yep. will die. Yeah, it will. But how do I get rid of the plant to begin with? Okay, let I've me... Cut let me the the tra- big root at the bottom that I can find so far. Yeah, let me trace the question. Is it your vine or the neighbor's vine? No, it's the neighbor's, but they've allowed me into the backyard. Oh, they have. Oh, yeah. okay, because I didn't want to be giving any advice and you getting no. arrested this <laughs> afternoon. Um, so, very tough. Um, and even if you pull and pull and pull, you're not going to get it all. If the stock is big enough, uh, the trunk is big enough, uh, that you can cut it off and say it's um, two inches... Uh, in diameter, you, about an inch and a half. Mm, okay, uh, just just about enough yeah. to um, actually uh, drill drill that if you can. Uh, uh-huh. Just take a drill bit and and get some three or four inch holes in it, and you can uh, get a, a go to your local independent garden center, and they'll recommend a, a stump kill. 
Uh, oh, okay. Product. I was going to put Roundup on it. Yeah, Roundup is a contact um, um, control. You want something that'll go into the root system right. of of the plant. Uh, some people recommend uh, just a strong salt, uh, like rock okay. salt, and put that in. Okay. Um, but you've got to get down. Um, um, excuse the pun. You got to get down to the root of the root of the problem <laughs> there. But, yeah, uh, I am right down to the ground, and I've good. removed some of the, the soil, which is yeah. very dry. Yeah. and I've cut some of them. Yeah. So, so tomorrow's so, another day. I'm going to have another go at it. Yeah, good for well, you. See if you can. I drill have filled it. five five paper bags so far. Oh my goodness! Whoa. Well, yeah. Well, send uh, mail that into Frank too. He he accepts <laughs> he accepts anything actually. But try. any freebie, you know, I'm right any there. Any freebie. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks. Thanks, Renata. Okay, so I shall go to the nursery and purchase yeah. that. Yes, good stuff. Great. Thanks. Thank you for your help. I appreciate well, it. You're welcome. And you know, uh, part of our little mantra we give at the start of every show is "Call early, call often." Yeah. One question per call. Well, we've had a return call, I do believe, from Lorraine in Cambridge, second time around this morning. Hey, good morning, Lorraine. Hi. How are you? Look, I'm so jealous of you being able to eat my favorite meal, of spaghetti with garlic. <laughs> oh. I used to have that. I can no longer tolerate. I'm so annoyed. Oh, uh, golly. What an awful Frank, look what fate. you've done. I know. <laughs> everywhere puts garlic in their food. Oh, my God. Uh, but anyway, um, I called about, I have three hydrangeas, and two have got blooms, and one very close to the other has not, and it's bigger. Now, what can I do if I yeah. put fertilizer on it? It won't grow bigger yet. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, you've hit the nail on the head. The reason it's bigger is for some reason it's probably getting a little bit more nitrogen somehow than the other two. Yes. Um, and that could be an accident. It could be clippings off a lawn. There's lots of reasons it could be getting more nitrogen. So this time of year, not much you can do about it. Um, no. Next year, try to keep them even as as regards uh, fertilizing and, and watering. And uh, feel free to trim that one back so it matches the other ones. Okay. Um, plants are f- the plants are like children. You're never going to get unless they're twins. You're never going to get two <laughs> two yeah, exactly like the same. It. It's, it's nice on its own too. But yeah. Okay then. Good. Great question. Thank Thanks. you. Bye. Thanks, Lorraine. And uh, to round out our calls this morning, uh, I believe it's uh, yeah, it is Nat in Waterloo. Good morning, Nat. Good morning. Good morning. I can hardly hear you, but uh, it's in regard to your crabgrass. Yes. What I do, I take the grass trimmer, the flat of it, and just run it right over the patch, cutting it right down close to the ground to get rid of the leaves and the seeds. Yeah. Then what do you do? Uh, well, uh, hopefully it'll just die during the winter time, and yeah. if I need, I reseed. Yeah, reseed. There's the there's the answer I was looking for. Uh, so very effective, good for you. A close uh, haircut with the with the trimmer, and the more important uh, nat there is applying the the topsoil and and seed. Um, so Frank, you know, but your listeners have a busy September coming up. Yes, indeed they do. And you know, I, I quickly got to mention here, I've got a busy day coming up too. After my show, I'm going to be uh, heading over to my youngest son's place to pick he and uh, three kids up. Uh, the grand, three of my grandchildren, and zip over to uh, a spot quite near St. Joseph's Hospital here in town yeah. to celebrate my oldest granddaughter's birthday and her graduation from the University of Waterloo. Oh, so fabulous! It's be a great, great day today. And 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 let me take a guess: you're going to eat spaghetti and garlic at the birthday. You know party. what? You are so clever. <laughs> you are so clever. <laughs> 
<laughs> Dennis, thank you very much, my friend, for thank you. Good to see you. filling in for Charlie Dobbin, who's taking care of that new house in Prince Edward County. And I would dearly love, uh, folks, if you, you could tune back in, say, between uh, 1 and 3.30 this afternoon. I'll have tons of great music, plus that Highway of Heroes song. I think that's just a marvelous thing that the Landscape Ontario folks have done to um, include that little yellow tree guard. Mm, yeah. So that when you're going down the, the 401 there, the look, Highway of Heroes from look Trenton. For that. To El Etobicoke, you'll yeah. know what it's all about. And happy Good birthday stuff. to your granddaughter. Thank you very much. Bailey, all the best to you, honey. All righty. I got a scoop. I see the boys from Dave's Corner Garage have arrived. Oh, look out. They're going to be at you very shortly. This has been an exclusive podcast of The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Heard every Saturday morning at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.